all-new, crisp, cool, refreshing Cano Tambos. A complete affordable library of tambourine loops from 50 to 154 beats per minute. Pop the top and add instant life and dynamics to any mix. Used by the top producers, engineers, and recording artists of today. Simply drag and drop. With multiple bit depths and sample rates to choose from, you'll never have to record another tambourine again. Visit canotambos.com. That's C-A-N-O-T-A-M-B-O-S.com and enter promo code Turned Up. One word, Turned Up, for 20% off. Cano Tambos. And I'll just start this. Are you there? Hey, hey. I'm over here. I'm down here on the blue track. <laughs> this is the 1960s. That kind of money doesn't exist. Dollars. Can I have like a gajillion dollars? Broadcasting <laughs> from Nashville, Tennessee. Offering a glimpse inside the music industry. Shedding light on things they don't want you to know. And exposing some of the industry's biggest secrets. You're listening to the Turned Up Podcast. Presented by Real Sound Productions. Here are your hosts, Jake Jones. I love Chuck Norris. And Robert Venable. Um, never met the guy. We are rolling. Oh, hey. Are you listening? Did you know that uh, Chuck Norris actually counted to infinity? Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. Oh, oh, well, I did know. I found out that um, Chuck Norris's tears actually cure cancer, but he's never cried. Fair enough. When Chuck Norris does push-ups, he doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth down. That makes sense. Yeah. I love Chuck Norris. Um, never met the guy. What got us talking about Chuck Norris, Robert? Well, we have a very special guest in the studio with us today, and you've heard her before, ladies and gentlemen. That's why a drum you, roll. Why are you purring? I'm not purring. That's a drum it roll. It sounded like you were purring, Jake. That's right. Catwoman. No. Oh, oh that's not Catwoman. It's actually Jen Walter, Texas Ranger. It's actually Jen Walter, North Carolina Ranger. Where do you live? Yeah, North Carolina, that's right, yeah. But you know her as J. Walter One, Jen Walter One? Jen, What's your username on Jen, Jen Walter, Walter One. One? Yeah, she's in the studio. She is one of our executive producers um, through the Podbean patron program. Um, go to podcast.com. And if you want to be a patron, you too can be here with us today. Not tomorrow, not yesterday for sure, but definitely today. Go to www.turnedupodcast. Dot com. You know, I worked for a radio station for a little while and they have just a folder on the computer with all those dumb radio sound effects, sweeps, and yeah, transitional effects. It's, oh, how do I mute this thing? Okay, there we go. Why'd you mute me? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Um, Jennifer Walter is in the studio with us again. We had her uh, several months ago in the studio with us when we were doing a podcast, and she's back in the town of Nashville with us today, hanging out. Um, we don't have a microphone in front of her face, so scream really loud. Say hi. What's up? She says, what's up, if you didn't hear her. She's way across I heard her. Yeah, she's sitting over in the jacuzzi. <laughs> I wish we had a jacuzzi. Actually, I worked in a recording studio in... Tempe, Arizona, uh, called Phase Four Studios. They had a jacuzzi and a full bar upstairs, and um, it was interesting. That just sounds like a like a health code hazard. It, it, well, they doubled as a nightclub, and I still don't understand why the jacuzzi is there. Um, but I guess in 
Phoenix, you know, things are happening. Uh, something's happening. Something's happening. I didn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Robert decided he didn't want any diseases that day. Not that day. Most other days, I'm like, yeah, I could do with a disease. I had nothing else to do. <laughs> that day, I was like, not today. You, you, this is before you had Chuck Norris on speed dial so you could get cured from his tears. <laughs> you have actually made um, Chuck Norris toilet paper once. It wouldn't take crap from anybody. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Worst toilet paper ever. <laughs> well, so this has been an interesting week in my life. Um, first of all, shout out to King's Peak. I've had them in the studio. What's up, King's Peak? I know Drew, uh, one of their two lead singers. Oh, yeah. Uh, and um, uh, just songwriter, bassist, awesome guy. Um, he uh, He's a, an avid listener and a patron as well. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's been in, here right now too. He's MD Biaco. Um, and, uh, and so what's up, Drew? Uh, great guys. Hi, track, track out some new music for them, but that also meant long hours in the studio. Those guys are exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, Who's not exhausted? Raise your hand. But <laughs> I don't see any hands, Jake. <laughs> We're all exhausted. You're wait. I said wait. not exhausted. Oh, oh sorry. I'll put Keep your hands. hand. Keep, sorry. Put your hand down. Sometimes I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Do you remember the, uh, family force? Five song, ugly people. Put, ugly people, put, put your, your hands, hands down. down. Yeah, I always left my hands down. Something, something. Now go on, put and your hands, hands up. up. Anyway, we should start the party now. Go Can on, we play a clip of that song? Up. We should. We, those guys are cool. We know those. them. Yeah, let's do it. So right here, here's the song. Ugly people, put your hands down. You wanna throw down? Go on, put your hands up. Start the party now. Go on, put your hands up. This is a stick up, yo. I didn't hick up a stutter. It's like butter, y'all. Go on, put your. Love that song, Jake. Why didn't you put your hands up? Because you are a good-looking man. I like your hat too, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's uh from Tatooine Tattoo Body Art. Tatooine Body Art is what it's called. Tattooing like the Star Wars reference. Like the Star Wars reference, but also like tattoos. Or like tattooing. Brett Stuhler, who does... He's done um, work on both of us. He's done almost every piece I have. And uh, we're, I need to contact him about an upcoming piece. Who, me too. Let's um, do it again. I, heck yeah. Do we need to go up to Pennsylvania? Where is he? He's in Jersey. He's in Jersey. Well, we are headed up to Pennsylvania again this year, so oh, we'll be well, close. I went before that. I do, too. I'm so impatient. Well, we should invite him down, treat him to something really nice. Ooh, I know he likes nice things. And see if he can rent a room in a local tattoo shop. That guy is like really like elbow to elbow friends with like the Walking Dead guys and the Seven Dust guys. He tattoos all the major like hard Sons rock of bands. Anarchy. He knows everybody. Yeah. He just knows everybody. He is a, a rock star among rock stars. He is the tattoo artist to the celebrities. And we fool him into thinking that we're <laughs> worth talking to. <laughs> oh, man. I hope he's not listening to this because now he's going to know our secrets. But. So what is this podcast about? I'm going to answer that question. Oh, you, were, you started talking about it and then I cut you off. Well, uh, so this week has been nuts. But uh, anyone in the area or who's been keeping up with the news, Tennessee has been getting a ton of rain this past week, flooding all over yeah. the place and especially in the area that I live in. Um, and as some of you might know, uh, my, my mother recently passed and we've been storing all of her belongings in what was her bedroom. That's now been converted into a large closet. And, um, (laughs) it, it it was, yeah, long story, but, um, but it's just all her stuff in boxes everywhere, uh, on the floor and that room, um, the water, or the ground has just been so saturated with water that it started soaking through the walls yeah, and yeah. flooded that room out. And so um, all of my time and energy outside of the studio has been dedicated towards trying to go through that stuff, take care of it, and 
And uh, my wife's been a trooper and has really done a lot of work as far as actually shop vacing and, and cleaning out um, the water just all in the basement. But so this week's episode is going to be rather quick and, uh, and fun. So wait, first of all, Last week's episode didn't happen because we were celebrating your birthday. No. Yes, I didn't have a birthday. You are lying. You turned 12. Oh. One more year before I'm a teenager. officially preteen. You're a good preteen right now. Solid preteen. You've probably, you've witnessed billions of people turn 12 in your thousands of years Billions, if not millions. That's, you don't math good. It's like the whole Austin Powers thing. (laughs) One million dollars. That's not. One million. That's not a lot. One, one, <laughs> this is the 1960s. That kind of money doesn't exist. Dollars. Can I have like a gajillion dollars? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I've noticed a couple people. Yeah, I remember when. I remember when Adam and Eve turned twelve. They were not existent yet. It was crazy. I remember I was hanging out with God, and He goes, "You know what? <laughs> I'm going to make some adults." <laughs> uh, isn't it weird to think they didn't have belly buttons? I guess I never really thought about it. Neither of them would have. They didn't, there was no reason. Yeah, one was created, straight up just made. um, So it didn't have like an umbilical cord. And the other one was created from his ribs. So also no umbilical cord. Hmm. Hmm. How weird was it when their kid popped out and was like, what the heck is that? They look like total photoshopped. Oh yeah, they're like, what is is wrong with, look at that. It's got a hole in his stomach. He hasn't opened that eyeball yet. What a freak. Someday it'll open. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was an eyeball there in your belly button? You like Ooh. peek at people with your shirt up? <laughs> Robert, what would that go- be good for? <laughs> like there's Faking nothing napping. <laughs> I see your shirts up, Robert. <laughs> you're right. Or. Dude, in dodgeball, you get hit in the eye all the time. Pretending you're awake, <laughs> but really you're sleeping. Just prop that eyeball open. Uh, just scotch tape it. Dude. <laughs> I was just picturing, man, <laughs> man, that got weird. We started to take a turn for the interesting. Huh. Yeah, Speaking of interesting. Go on. We should talk about some interesting facts about sound, sound energy, sound waves. Oh, sound in general, just all sorts of sounds. And by the way, we have a freaking killer episode ready uh, for next week. We're all researched uh, up. Yeah, we debated pushing that one out this week, but instead we're going with the fun fact one, and next week is going to hit you with, hard in the side of the face, literally. With- we did. We did. We did sit here and talk about should we just do it, and it, it's worth. It, it will be worth the wait. So, hang on to your biscuits. Um, that one will be fun. Next next week's going to be a fun one. This one's going to be even more fun though. This is going to be fun because this is going to be somewhat of a live read. As we discover these facts in this, real time. This is different, a, a different type of format than what we're used to. This is Jake and I scrolling the internet for facts about sound and music and then debating like, is that actual, is that a fact? Is that, could that happen? And here's why. Um, but these are things that even you and I don't know. Like, like, that's interesting. I didn't know that. But I can see how that makes sense. And this is why. Or I don't think that's true. I, this is why I have a good first one. Uh, I do too because it keeps it keeps popping up on these lists. Um, so right now I am on. Wait, Jake. What? No one knows who we are. Oh, that's right. You're Jake Jones. I'm. You are the Jake Robert Jones. Venable. No, you are Jake Jones. I'm Robert Venable. You are Jake Jones. Wait, you're Robert Venable. Yeah, but you're Jake Jones, the award-winning, top of the charts songwriter, mixer, engineer, producer, guitarist for the band, formerly uh, the band We as Human. Currently, as we ascend, and the singer for the band, better band. <clears throat> number <me>. one, <laughs> dude. Okay, no lie. 
as we ascended, we as human were put up nose to nose on a uh, like one of those battle of the band, like vote for your favorite, which one's better. I know, uh, I saw it and I I couldn't watch. It was uh, as we ascend one. No way. Yeah, as we ascend, beat your like your new band, beat your old band. Wow. The new you is better than the old you. That old band was pretty stinking good. They were a heavy hitter. Um, apparently, people like us. Um, anyway. So besides that, I see awards hanging on the walls of your studio. Wait, I just want to know why Jennifer's rolling her eyes over there. Jennifer. Yeah, we know who should we know which band she voted for. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jennifer, who'd you vote for? Did you vote for anybody on that? I didn't even know there was four. It was uh I, I don't remember the name of the Instagram handle to be exact. I don't want to do it injustice, but uh there was an Instagram page that put one band up against another and uh it was pretty cool. Anyway, so number one billboard charting songs, uh dude. You've worked with anybody who needs to be mentioned has been mentioned um, numerous times by everybody on the radio, everybody on award shows. And uh, and if you haven't worked with Jake Jones, then you're not a real band. Just going to say that. Anyway, you've currently been in the studio all week with King's Peak. We talked about that, um, which is an up and coming. Uh, what are they, metal? Like like rock metal? What would they be called? Um, they're not... Uh, they're not, not metal. metal metal's good metal's good i think metal some accurate. sort of metal it, metal could be a, a blanketed statement there yeah they're not like they're not screaming not new metal yeah it's uh it's good stuff it's it's I very agree. melodic we did a single with them like, a year two, ago two singles that's right i yeah. forgot yeah, both of them um anyway so this guy has done it all and one thing that is my favorite thing that jake jones has done and you have to say jake jones you can't just say jake uh, that has that Jake Jones has done um, in his life has been the underwater Jello photography, and uh, I, I always thought that was weird that you did it underwater. But tell me why. Well, I'm really interested in, in the scientific effects of light refraction um, through unique uh, mediums, especially when you combine those mediums. Um, something that a lot of people don't realize is that the viscosity of the Jello uh, contrasted with the water around it really uh, makes it appear... Jake Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Just pulling words out of my butt right now. I mean, how many times, uh, like, refraction? I got lost when you said refraction. <laughs> it's, it's, it. uh, I was going to say, I, I do it for the, uh, the, um, do it for the science, uh, popular science magazine. Oh, good. Um, Have you one, made it in there yet? Well, once every 40 years, uh, they, they will put something... And that I that I did, and I just turned thirty one. So you just turned twelve. Nine more years, and uh, you'll get there eventually. I'll have a photo of my Jello <laughs> in water. Your underwater Jello mold, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Robert Venable. So Hello. I'm going to be completely honest for the first time in the history of this podcast. Uh-oh. Um, there's a little trick that we do in the music industry where we are a little bit vague about the cool things that we've done to try and prop ourselves up. It helps us get work. It helps us get more business and. And, uh, and I think in, in, uh, in light of peeking behind the curtain and, and kind of knowing a little bit of the truth, um, that's, that's very normal. Bands do that all the time. You know, you'll see a lot of times bands will say, we've shared the stage with Metallica. Sure. When and the truth is- Big names here. Right. Yeah, the yeah. truth is they played a festival that Metallica was at. Um, <laughs> that they also played on the main stage, you know, seven hours later. Uh, this band played the side stage in the parking lot. 10.30 in the morning. Uh, 10.30 in the morning. Yeah. Um, I mean, which is nothing. I mean, you still got invited to that huge festival that, Oh sure. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing cool. to, to shake no, a stick great. at, but, but it's, uh, but they, you know, it's, it's smart. It's good business. It's good marketing. Thing, right. We were just nominated true story. There's, we're not, there's no smoke and mirrors here. Turned up podcast was nominated for best music podcast by iHeartMedia. but you better believe we're going to milk that 
as much as we can when we're talking to advertisers and those yeah. kinds of things. Because so 500,000 other podcasts out there trying to do the same thing we are, but we were one of the six that they chose as best music podcast. Exactly. And so- yeah. um, Absolutely. So what Robert's doing when he talks about my awards and accolades and number ones is a little bit of those- of no, that not. kind of it Yes, not. it is. Yes, it is. Okay, so- Is there or is there not a number one billboard charting song that you co-wrote, co-produced, and mixed? There is. Okay, so you're saying true. There is. That's all true. Right, all okay. right. But, but is, did you or did you not play in a uh, nationally touring band that played all the hugest festivals as a headlining band? Uh, we as human. Oh, well, sure, it's true. Okay, okay, oh, wait, okay go on, ahead. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. Don't try to don't try to call me a liar or a I'm not, fluffer. No, no, I'm not calling you're you're a little. You're not a fluffer. I'm not a fluffer. You're being kind. You're you're um because I'm going somewhere with this. Follow okay, me. Okay, just, okay. I'll just follow, follow you. Me. Let's go. So Robert, if you look at his credits, his credits are. 21 Pilots, Mute Math, Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Megadeth, DMX, uh, Shall I Keep Going? Um, I'm interested to see where you're going with this. And these are legit credits. The guy, when I, mm. when I say on this microphone that the guy has worked with these truly massive artists, I don't mean like- I was sitting in the parking lot at 10.30 in the morning <laughs> I said, and I watched them walk into the I studio. I don't mean that he like- <laughs> He worked with them as he, you know, got them coffee. I mean, this guy was sitting behind the board and, and has, has rubbed shoulders and shaken hands with them. And I have to, I truly owe some of the coolest and greatest experiences that I've ever had in my life to just simply knowing Robert Venable Whatever, man. and, and him inviting me to come along. And, and you actually taught me one of the, one of the biggest and best things I've ever learned. I'm interested. Uh, which is to be a yes man. I asked you one time, we were standing in your living room and I said, how in the world do you find yourself in all of these awesome situations all the time? Because I mean, I don't accidentally get invited to this amazing stuff <laughs> and you're like, you, you straight up said it. You're like, you just have to be a yes man. Sometimes when you just don't feel like it, you do it anyway. And, and then you're glad you did. And it leads to more awesome things. So that's true. That's so good advice. Thank you. Um, you and I have done some interesting things together and some amazing things together because of that, that mantra or that, that rule in life, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And, and, uh, uh I, if you go to my Instagram and look at my tagged photos you'll see from my birthday which was oh, yeah. last saturday um uh robert posted or you go to his instagram robert posted a, a series of photos of me of just a, f- a very sl- small sliver of oh yeah it only let me do 10 photos of so, some yeah. of our our cool and every one of them is a different experience a different cool thing that we've done and and um so thank you for that yeah, man. but uh yes I, you know i'm proud of the things that i've done but i still have a long way to go um, to to get to where you've you've gotten, Bro, and so it's just been two different ways of life. You were touring the stage while I was sitting in studios, so like you're touring the world while I was sitting in studios. So, so when it comes to uh, a lot of that kind of knowledge and and how it works and experience, Robert truly is uh, a a legend among men. Go on, <laughs> a legend among mere mortals. <laughs> um, and uh, and so so listen to the man. Um, but one thing that he rarely ever talks about. Uh, and you really have to push him to get this story out. Uh, but was the time that he, uh, was sitting in the control room with Taylor Swift thinking that Taylor Swift was a boy, uh, and might be coming by later and asked this sweet young girl on the couch if she was, Oh, oh, are are you working on some music too? What are you working on? And this was after her, she'd already won an arm full of her teardrops on my guitar. The album had, had come out. I had no idea who he or she was. Taylor could be a male or a female name or anything in between. Um, Paperclip or Penguin or Porpoise or what was Porcupine, it? Porcupine, yeah, something Porcupine. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Geico Gilchrist, the uh, Muppet Babies. And Geico, Geico Gilchrist. Geico. 
Guy Gilchrist. Look up that episode that we did. Um, yeah, she was coming to the studio because her cousin was singing on something that I was producing. And uh, I had no idea who he or she was and was talking to her about her music. And she was talking about her demo she did in Nashville. And I said, oh, hey. And I was about to say, whatever came of that? Are you ever going to do anything with music? And <laughs> the person I was recording messed up and I had to stop and pay attention. And never asked that question. And I um, texted my wife at the time and said, Yo, I'm wife at the time, still my wife. My, <laughs> my wife. Wait, which wife? <laughs> the only wife I've ever had. Texted my wife and said, uh, hey, uh, Taylor Swift, who is that? Uh, big deal? And she's like, yeah, huge. I'm like, oh, she was just here. <laughs> <laughs> I almost asked her what she did with her music career. <laughs> she's like, she just won like seven Grammys. Like, that oh, would have cool. been it. Although if you had, if you had asked her that, um, it would give you a, an in later on to be like, hey, remember that time you remember were that? <laughs> in Scottsdale? Hey, remember that time at my studio when you were like in the studio and I said, hey, if you're going to make anything of yourself, good luck to you, <laughs> good kid. L- Let me give you some advice. <laughs> Kick you on the... You know, I, I actually did have a, a moment similar to that. I was I was driving for Uber for a minute. Uh, f- f- I, yeah, a few years, several years ago now. It's been a while. Um, and uh, I picked this kid up who was 15 or 16 uh, from a studio in Franklin and was driving him to his house, which was in, in Brentwood, Tennessee. And I was like, oh, cool, studio. That's, that's rad. You know, you, you clearly make music. Um, are, you know, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I was just working on some new music and, and um, I'm going to be headed on tour here pretty soon. Um, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, man, I, I tour a lot. You know, I'd, let me give you some advice um, Which in Nashville, pause. Like we hear stuff like that, like, oh, I tour all the time. And we're all like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, like Jake has really toured. <laughs> like, um, so telling Jake, like, oh, I tour all the time. But I mean, at the time, you know, Jake, nationally touring musician, is driving for Uber. You're like, yeah, sure, Uber driver. Right, but, right. But let, me, let me give you some advice <laughs> yeah. about touring. Your, tour, your touring 15, must be doing great, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and so he... Anyway, I, you know, my name is, I go by Jake, but my, my birth name is Jacob. And so he's getting out of the car and his name is Jacob. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, but we have the same name. Super you must cool. be related. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so as he's leaving, when, you know, you meet, when you drive for Uber in Nashville, you meet lots of musicians, uh, naturally. And so as he's getting out, I was like, remind me your, your last name. He said, Whitesides. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, well, you know, good luck in, in, in your music career and hope you're, hope you find maybe, success. Maybe and, someday you'll do something with that. And so I had to stop and get gas. So I drop him off and then drive to a gas station nearby and I'm sitting in the parking lot and I just Google Jacob Whitesides. And the first thing that comes up is his Twitter, uh, where at the time I think he only had a measly 2 million followers. Yeah, that's back when he was just starting. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, fast forward small world, um, when Kelly Clarkson was hosting the voice, uh, your business partner, co-owner of Off the Wall Studios, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was uh, Lester. Yeah. Lester Estelle, yeah, uh, went to, and toured with Jacob Whitesides. Yeah, I think he still um, some stuff with him on occasion. But and the fact that that uh, that Jacob Whitesides was hiring Lester is a testament to how big Jacob Whitesides is because um, Lester ain't cheap. Yeah, and he ain't bad. Not just anybody <laughs> hires Lester. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be top tier for that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was my small world. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, buddy. Good. <laughs> Thanks for taking my Uber, bro. All right, kid. <laughs> See you, kiddo. Yeah. <laughs> I like your mansion. <laughs> I think he lived with his mom and dad still at the time. He was a kid. He was a YouTube star, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. famous doing doing YouTube covers. Um, but speaking of Brentwood kids. Oh, by the way, 
we normally tell these funny made up stories about what we do, but my story about Robert sitting in the studio with Taylor Swift That's is actually story. a very true story. Yeah, that, that actually happened. Um, so, uh, so sound fun facts about sound, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, we'll say fun fact that, that sounds kind of, I don't know to me, that's unappealing there. It's more than fun facts about sound. It's quite interesting things. These are like, I bet you had no idea this is actually true. Right. Um, now this one I've heard before, but this one is debatable, which is sound. Th- there is no sound in space because sound is actually a byproduct of something else, like, which is the movement of particles the vibration. And yeah. In an atmosphere, uh, like earth, uh, the air, moves the different gases we have in our atmosphere yeah and uh, and so the movement of those molecules uh hit our eardrums causing our eardrums to move in the same pattern uh therefore reproducing the sound that was that's coming from the original source sure and uh, and so in outer space in the vacuum of outer space um there's no sound because there's no molecules there I but i've I heard, heard something this- like like there's like like six molecules per square meter or something in space. Something stupid, like where they can't bounce off each other very frequently. So that's why you don't hear anything. But I bet, I mean, to an extent, there'd be some kind of sound. But I've heard that there is sound in space. And strange sounds. Haven't astronauts reportedly like said that they've heard like strange screeching noises? Really? I don't know. Well, this is not sound related, but uh, when the Apollo astronauts passed through the Van Allen radiation belt... Uh, headed towards the moon, um, they reported seeing white spots um, and flashes of light. Interesting. And it was um, uh, these uh, radiation. It was radiation bouncing off their cornea and oh. creating these these bursts like of energy of sorts. Yeah. And so they were only in their eyeballs. They were atoms, uh, and they could they could see the energy released as little spots of light. Dude. So obviously Space like cool. astronauts being inside of a pressurized, um, you know, vehicle in space. So there, there is an atmosphere there of some sort. Yes. Um, and the vibrations, because there are, there are headphones that work purely off vibrations. They sit above your ear, like on the skull and they vibrate at certain frequencies to make you think like you're hearing things. And they have no, like, they don't have a really good bass response or anything, but you can kind of hear what you're playing. I'm guessing the roar of the engines the that they're as they're soaring through space at you know thousand mile an hour whatever they're doing um that it's vibrating the shell of the space you know space rocket they're in and they've got to hear something like a rumble inside of the thing well once assuming i I mean once the uh what is it once once the spacecraft leaves i guess when it does leave the atmosphere then it's those engines shut off and it just uses momentum right yeah yeah I don't know. I mean, still soaring. I guess there's not as many molecules hitting the windshield, so you wouldn't really hear that. No air, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Let's go to space and find out. Okay. Um, so <sighs> it's what, what sound stage is it, or what video movie stage is it in Hollywood that the moon's on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Universal has stage seven. <laughs> um, okay, so fun fact that I found while scouring the internet. Um, that it says that like the early Zenith TV remotes, uh, for like the old school television sets change the channels by sound. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool that they use that technology. But here they're actually using like when you push the button on the remote, the like a little hammer, like a piano hammer strikes an aluminum metal rod inside of the remote. Um, and it triggers a sound above like your and I and Jen Walter over here, Texas Rangers hearing range. 
And uh, the TV picks up that sound and says, oh, that frequency means I changed the channel to do this. That's great. So it's like a guitar string made of, what you say, aluminum? It's aluminum, yeah. Um, but inside the little box. Tuned to something incredibly high. Which, I'm like, do you have to like hit it really hard? And maybe like they were slamming the button. That's crazy. Um, or have to be within a certain range, obviously within a certain range of the television for it to hear that. But I guess that means there's a microphone on the TV that's being live the whole time the television's on. Right. Yeah, which is not too too different than where oh, we are now with our phones and we did Alexa. A podcast about that already. We did. Can they hear? Can it? they hear us now? Can they hear? Can they hear me now? Can they hear me now? That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, well, and so another fun fact that's not sound related, uh, but again, light related, and light and sound are are actually vastly similar. Very, very much so. Um, uh, your so infrared, right? What your remote uses. Uh, what a lot of remotes Most of them, yeah, used well, to use. Like I have a smart TV now that uses right. Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, same. Um, but but any remote that you see that little bulb looking thing in the front, when you push a button, um, you know you don't see a light come on or anything. I've um, looked, yeah. It's but there. there is a light. And the fun fact is your cell phone camera can actually see uh, infrared. Oh, that's, right. that's right. And some, some can, right? I know iPhone cameras could up until two years ago, the last time I checked. Yeah, okay. Um, and so whenever you push a button on your TV, you can see the series of flashes sending that signal to the television receiver uh, to do whatever you're telling it to do, volume up, volume down, whatever. Um, and and uh, so, yeah, so you could use your phone camera, turn it on and look at the end of the remote when you push a button and see if see it lighting up. And make a little white thing, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and that's really how night vision works is it's just sending uh, infrared light um, it shines it on a like a big on, flashlight. Yeah, like a big flashlight, and our eyes can't see it. But then they have equipment like the goggles, the infrared goggles, the lenses that can pick it up, uh, that can see it, and then it just converts it into white or black sure. or or green, um, just into a color that we can see. And uh, and so it's amazing to think that there are, um, you know, because all light is is radiation, uh, and that there are bright lights all around us, all the time, that are just sitting inside of free... Hi, this is Seth Mosley, and I got a huge announcement for all of you songwriters out there. These Song Chasers commercial songwriting courses now available, and you can get it for a special deal at turneduppodcast.com slash Seth, just like my name, S-E-T-H. This is a comprehensive course in commercial songwriting for anyone who wants to be a part of writing a hit song. Again, go over to turneduppodcast.com slash Seth. Everything you need to know about commercial songwriting, turneduppodcast.com slash Seth. Frequencies that we can't see. So weird. And the same is true with sound. Or if like you can become fatigued. Like if, you're, if your body registers them, you can't see it. Like your brain doesn't register it as an image, but it's, it's receiving these images uh, these light reflections and your body's just like, I'm tired of looking at things. But right. I don't know why. Well, your skin responds to, to sure. that. Um, and the, blue in the lights, form of sunburns. <laughs> right. And the, the blue light waves from your smart devices. I'm like, you don't see blue when you're looking at your cell phone, but apparently like it, it delays the production of melatonin in your body wow. at night. Um, so your iPhone, if you have one of those has, or moderately new one has a function where you can, you know, make it go into night mode, night shift. And uh, it's more of a yellow screen because it'll help you fall asleep better than watching the regular screen with more blues in it. Which is very interesting. So blue sits on the lower uh, end of the light spectrum, which we know that um, if you Roy G. Biv, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, red, orange, yellow, yellow green, green, blue, 
indigo, violet. And violet. Um, so infrared is just any red that's past red. So we don't know what that would actually look like because we can't see it. And ultraviolet is anything below violet. Uh, again, we don't know what that looks like because we can't see it. Although they do know that uh, certain birds and some animals can see infrared and ultraviolet. So weird. Um, but the, that uh, a blue sitting close to the violet on that spectrum, um, ultraviolet rays can pass through a lot of things, um, including clouds very easily. And uh, that's how you get sunburns on a cloudy day. Um, but that our bodies are trained that that blue and, and purple light um, keeps us awake uh, and that our phones will okay. do the same thing accidentally. Hit me with a fact, Jake. Hit me with your best shot. Um, as soon as I, as soon as my phone screen turns back on. Oh, well, geez. Take all those blue lights. Okay. So, um, go on. You say so much without saying anything at all. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking through a few different ones. So some of these are, are pretty elementary. Yeah. Um, I have a few sites up. So of course, uh, the speed of sound is 767 miles per hour. That one's good to know. Um, keep that in your back pocket, but, uh, sound travels faster through solid mediums. Um, water, uh, sound travels significantly faster through water, which is, I think is very interesting. Whereas light travels significantly slower. Um, but the fastest material, I believe that that mankind is aware of that sound is able to pass through is steel. Hmm. And, uh, and so it will pass through much quicker than, than that. Um, is it because of the density you think? Yes, because the, when, when one, say if you have a really, really long steel rod, uh, and you hit one end of it, sure. uh, those rigid molecules will vibrate very quickly from one side to the other. So what do you think about diamonds? Like, I know they're harder, right? Like you could scratch steel with a diamond or cut steel with a diamond. So they're so dense. Yeah. Do you think that if you had, like, if they made, if, if they made, like someone's in a factory, if, if a diamond <laughs> were like the thickness of the same block of steel that we're comparing it to, do you think that like sound would travel faster through the diamond than the steel? You know, I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. Um, I would think so because, I, well, I don't know. Okay. So what's the largest manufactured diamond? I don't know. Cause that would be, I, I'm not in the diamond industry, Jake. I am, I don't have a friend in the diamond business <laughs> <laughs> or do I? Do you have a friend in the diamond business? Is that Genesis Diamonds? I think so. Yeah. Genesis Diamonds. Is that just a Nashville thing or is that No, Nashville? no, because I remember that from Phoenix. It was just south of Bell Road on Shea or I don't know, something, something like that, yeah. <laughs> I remember the commercial from over 10 years ago from oh. living in Phoenix. That's, I Listen, I still remember 4, 5, 9, 22, 22. What's that? Mr. Gaddy's Pizza Delivers. Did you ever do that? Uh, no, I never ordered Mr. Gaddy's, but... <laughs> um, I, the last time I heard that commercial, I was probably six years old. Wow. The last time I heard it. So when I was six years old, my phone number was one digit off from Domino's. Really? So people would call us all the time trying to order pizza. I still remember my first phone number. It was 255-8438. Isn't it crazy? We can just, just remember it. Jen, um, do you remember yours? No. Do you remember your phone number now? <laughs> yeah. Jen, Jen's a lot younger though. And, um, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Like, I don't, I don't, no, 
I do know your phone number, but for a really funny reason that I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> and you know what that reason is. I sure do. And I, the guy who gave me the phone number, I told him to give me one that's easy to remember. And I had a feeling he did that one on purpose. <clears throat> Whatever. Somewhere in it, it has a six and somewhere else in it, it has a nine. They may or may not be right together. That's so and, weird. And uh, I love Jesus. Yeah. And, um, my mind is pure. It's biblical. Um, it is. It's between a man and a wife. Something. Yeah, no, I Absolutely. guess it's not biblical. No, no, no. It's not anti-biblical. Okay, though. I'm going to give you an option, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a good one earlier that you were talking about. I have a lot of good ones. Well, you, you do. You have a lot better ones I than I do, apparently. My websites are better than yours, apparently. Um, I was going to give you a multiple you're better choice. better than me. <laughs> Web browsing? <laughs> you are actually really good at that. I am. Well, I like finding things on the internet. Okay, so um, I'm going to give you guys choices. Oh, I can't because you already know the answer. Never mind. So the sound that Nintendo's Yoshi makes is actually the sound of a record scratch being played backwards. Which sounds like this. Okay, so real quick, Robert. Okay, go ahead. We were talking about this one uh, because we had to kind of, we both had to reason it. Okay. Like like as though we were fact checking it ourselves as though we could. Sure. Okay, go ahead. But you had that fact about um, what an object would do if it were going exactly twice the speed of sound, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, taking into account the Doppler effect. So the Doppler effect being like the thing when you hear an ambulance coming at you, wee 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 wee, and then it passes you, wee 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 wee, like it changes pitch, and like you've heard it from cars going by. And so, what's the reason for that? Um, that's a great question. It's because the sound, uh, basically, if you think of the sound wave as a spring, right? As it's coming closer to you, the end of that spring hits your ear, but that that object that's making the sound is getting closer and closer at a at a rate of speed, and so that spring is getting tighter and tighter, compressing, and so that pitch is getting higher because those sound waves are faster and faster. And then once it passes you, that spring starts to spread back out, and then it gets lower pitched, which makes total sense. That's kind of that's the best analogy I can think that's of, even good. though that's not really that accurate. It's I was going to get way scientific, but that's pretty. That's the, good. Right. The point is, the sound waves are compressed as it's coming to you, and then they get elongated. They redshift as it goes away. I've been learning a lot about uh, particle physics and <laughs> the history of the universe. Don't go deep, Jake. <laughs> Jake that's, that's way too deep. Uh, so, like, if you played a musical piece. Um, you know, at a, from a sound source traveling twice the speed of sound, exactly twice the speed of sound, um, you would hear that sound piece, like a Beethoven song, let's just say. No. Yeah. No, that's a horrible idea. How about the ice cream truck sound? Okay, so if you play the ice cream truck Which sound. Which is The Sting, right? The Entertainer from yeah. the movie The Sting. Sure, that makes more sense. We all know that sound. Ooh, that um, actually is making me want ice cream I right do now. Want, I want, which one would you go for? Oh, any, at this moment, I would go with any of those popsicles that are weird shapes no, and have like was it my thing um choco taco all the way i lo- see like choco tacos and and uh, the drumsticks oh those are my favorites those were always my favorites but right now i'm just kind of in the mood for like one of those nasty fruity maybe it has like those gross frozen gumballs that have or like the ones like from miranda old. sings if you ever watch miranda sings she always yes. ate like the foot yes thing with yep. like a yep like i could go for one of those right now um, so if the, if that truck delivering those nasty pieces of ice cream were driving Amazing twice the pieces of ice cream, beat of sound, <laughs> you'd actually hear that sound, that song, the entertainer, um, in the correct like tempo and pitch, but it would be backwards. So uh, as we sat here for probably way too long thinking about this, um, yeah, I think, I think what we came up with was, so a, a sonic boom, when you hear it. A great example is the cracking of a whip. 
Sure. That's um, why you hear the snap. It is. That was one of my facts, Jake. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, just burst bubbles. Go ahead. <laughs> Basically, any sonic boom is, it's like the sum total of all those sound waves that just get compressed and then release all at once. Sure. Um, so and so as, as a, like a jet, which are known for producing sonic booms as they are faster than the speed of sound, right. all their sound, if you think of it as an actual physical thing, um, all that sound or air pressure is actually behind them. They've already gone faster than it. So the jet passes and then all the sound that you would have heard before the jet got there happens all at once. And then you hear the rest of it now that it's gone. So you'll hear the boom, the sonic boom. Um, and so, but if it's going twice the speed of sound exactly, uh, then it, it's essentially like flipping a sock inside out. It's going to not only surpass its, its, my, my, my sound my barrier exploding right now. Um, but then instead of hearing, hearing all of it at once, you'll hear it backwards at the same distance at which it would, you would have started hearing it if it were just going a normal speed. If, does that make sense? So, yeah. Um, and yeah, you'll hear it. Backwards. It's just so interesting. Yeah. That, and I'm sure all of that probably applies only in a vacuum, right? Cause there's air, so many air pressure, distance, air, you know, frequency, all this. You hear sound differently on top of a mountain than you would next to the ocean because the atmospheric pressure is different. So sound's going to travel differently. Probably, you probably hear it a lot better near the ocean. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if that's something they have to, like, sound engineers have to compensate for is, like, if you have a concert in Denver versus a concert in Houston. Interesting. Makes sense. Be a lot louder in Houston because there's more air pressure. I guess so. I don't know. It makes sense. We're nerds. I think that's all it boils down to. All right, two more. Uh, two more. Okay, let me find my best ones while you go do yours. I'm, I'm doing. I'm, well, I'm looking for the best ones too. Well, fine. Let's just compare each other's facts to each other and figure it out. Um, I read one earlier. I was going to share with everybody. Let me get back to that website. You already exploded my whole crack goes the whip one. Fine. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no apologies. That's you know, whatever. Just um, about me. That's cool. So I'm not seeing this one on my list. Uh, this one's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this one is inter- uh, interesting. I was reading the word energy. Um, but whales, because sound can travel faster through water, can also travel further. Sure. Um, because there's just more molecules to vibrate to carry the sound. Makes sense. Uh, whales can, um, their sound uh, that they make can travel up to 800 kilometers in the ocean, which is, is it like 460 something miles. I wish I could tell you it's, it's something like that. I have um, to think about my, my uh, speedometer in my car and think of like, Oh man, I'm going 140 slash 80. I was about to say, I think 110 is <laughs> like close to 55, something 60, like something that. like that. Yeah. I remember. Um, and, uh, but this one, this was, this was not on my list, but I'll, I'll end with this one. Our ears are tuned to hear the human voice, the best. That is what our, the, the way our eardrum is made and uh, the way our ears are shaped, it will, it will hear those frequencies the best. So um, that generally for most people sits, you know, your resonant frequency of your voice will sit somewhere between, we'll say 500, 450 to 500 hertz up to, about 900 hertz 
is kind of where most speech sits. The tone of. The tone of most speech sits. Not like the, I mean, you're going to have the high ends of your your speech to give you the S's and the T's, which are up like four or five, six thousand hertz. Right. Um, And uh, and so that's what our ears are are tuned to hear the most. Uh, And so when, uh, if you're a mix engineer, um, and you're trying to mix a song and make it sound best, the most important frequencies to pay attention to are, are the mid frequencies. Um, and so a lot of times when I'm mixing a song, I'll actually use a filter and, or, or you, there, are, there are actual speaker manufacturers that make speakers that don't produce many lows and are terrible at producing highs. Um, and you can, if you mix a song and it sounds the best in those frequencies, then you go in and kind of tweak the the high end and low end to just make it sound pretty. Ninety nine percent of the time, your song is just going to sound a lot better. Whereas, whereas you know, opposed to spending a ton of time perfecting the super highs and the the low lows. Uh, that's also why sometimes uh, if someone has a very low voice, or if you've ever been, if you've ever heard someone speak into a microphone and it's EQ'd wrong, or they just have a low voice anyway. Um, they can be very difficult to understand sure. uh, if it's too low. Yeah. Um, and uh, because our ears, our, our human bodies are made to be able to hear each other. Sure. That makes sense. So, Man, I have a whole bunch of facts I wanted to say. Well, just say them. Okay. I'll, I'll shotgun them real quick. So um, did you know that during the Olympics, like in the rowing competition, when they're out there and like crew is doing like their whole rowing the, the boats and stuff, um, that they have to overdub those sounds of rowing because the sound of the motorboats and the helicopters doing the video are too loud. Really? Um, so they, they go back and overdub that. Oh my gosh. For television. I feel like I've been lied to. Weird. I'm Weird, gonna, Jake. I wonder if golf, like golfing tournaments are actually really noisy. <laughs> no, I lived out in, in Phoenix where like a lot of the golf tournaments happen because it's sunny year round. Um, and uh, they have great golf courses. Um, and no, that's dead silent. There's like oh, wow. thousands of people there and you could hear a golf ball. Wow. Yeah, that, that was a pun that's literal. Um, I was going to say something about, uh, oh, did you know that elephants are so afraid of bees that the mere sound of like the buzzing of bees will make an entire herd of elephants flee? Like they'll like all leave. No and they e- No, they, they even developed a special rumble just to warn each other that there are bees nearby. What? Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? So next time you're at the zoo. Just go, no. <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. um okay i'll find one that's fun to end on okay we talked about this one before the podcast did you know that if somehow we were able like if we were able to generate a sound that were at 1100 decibels uh 1100 decibels um and for frame of reference like if you go to a big concert like huge let's say metallica because we referenced them already um, you might be about 120 decibels. Whew, that's really loud. And, uh, I'm saying if they're like if they're feeling it, and you're right in front of those speakers, like you might get 120. Might. Um, but like trains going by and stuff like that, that's still right around that range at at most. So if we were somehow to to magnify that tenfold, it would create a black hole based off the vibration and the the uh, sound pressure waves. Um, that would just make the whole universe implode. The whole world would wow. just disappear. Yeah. So just create a vacuum. I mean, and you have to think there, it's all energy, right? Like that's, that, that's all it is. But, but something we, when, when we were talking about that one, something we were we discussed was that sound, 
generally is a byproduct. It's like a, it's a, like a symptom of something else. It's a byproduct of something else. Um, you know, when you hear sound come from a speaker, it's, you're hearing the speaker cone move back and forth. It's pushing the air back and forth, uh, you know, faster and slower to generate higher and lower frequencies. And so I imagine anything that could make something that loud would probably destroy our entire galaxy first. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's probably right. If they can make that sound, they can do other things. Oh man, I can't leave you on that one. I had one other one about pistol shrimp. Have you heard about pistol shrimp? 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 Shrimp. That's what my daughter calls them. Shrimp. <laughs> pistol shrimp. No. So they're smaller than a quarter. Like a very, very small little sea creature. Sea monkey? A little prawn. Yeah. yeah not, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but they're able to like snap their claws so quickly and like so incredibly fast underwater that it generates a sound wave of up to 218 decibels. What? So twice that of the Metallica concert, pretty much, we're just talking about. But it's the same ear-splitting volume as like a Concorde jet taking off or whatever. Um, And so for a fraction of a second, right when they hit like their claws together, I'm making a motion in the studio here of my fingers. (laughs) Like you can hear that. Um, But like, it's it's so loud and so quick (laughs) that the water surrounding the little prawn pinchers go up to... 4,426 degrees Celsius, which is 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit for like a split second, which ensues like a, a shock wave instantly that stuns the shrimp's prey. So like these little oh tiny little creatures, gosh. like I want to eat that, snap really loud, 8,000 degrees, just fries them and like, oh, got dinner. Thank you. From now on. Pistol shrimp, man. Anytime somebody says, if you could have any superpower on earth, you're what gonna, would it be? You're going to be a pistol shrimp? <laughs> I'd be a freaking pistol shrimp. Please, please say that no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. If that ever comes up. You need to teach your daughters right now. If anybody asks you what you want to be when you grow up, say a pistol shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's why. <laughs> and then make little gun hands. <laughs> pistol shrimp. <laughs> pistol shrimp. <laughs> oh, man, we are nerds. Well, thank you to the other nerds who have not only been listening, but also supporting uh, our podcast by way of being our patrons. First and foremost to Jennifer Walter. Are you calling her a nerd? Absolutely. I'm proud of it. She's a turned up nerd. Texas Ranger. Walter, Texas Ranger. North Carolina Ranger. We got to remember to say that. Walter, North Carolina Ranger. doesn't ring the same way, but that's fine. Mm. You know, do your thing. Um, You you could be the Ranger in North Carolina since... What's his name? Chuck Norris has Texas on lock. He's doing a pretty good job in Texas, but yeah, North Carolina needs somebody. I lived in North Carolina you for are a that, while. You were that hero. Um, Can you be my hero, Jennifer? <laughs> Can you take away the pain? Pistol shrimp. That's how, that's how. <laughs> Remix. Pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. I also want to shout out again to Drew Biacco, MD. Oh, sorry, Biacco. Yeah, you got to get that right. Um, uh, for rocking and rolling this week in the studio and then making it back in time to listen to this episode. Along with other friends like Katie Mouse and uh, uh, Davin C. Casey and Laura Davin, what up? Samantha I need to Sears, call you, Davin. All, all these people, we, uh, Natalie Bray, uh, Josiah, everybody, everybody. XOB Cry, 
That one's my favorite just because it's so anonymous. Like I have no idea who that is. These are the people that week to week bring this episode to your ears. So not only thank you from us, but thank you to the entire world. Michael J., when are you coming down here to hang out with us? Come on, bro. And if you want to be hanging out in the studio with us, like we said earlier in the podcast, www.turnedappodcast.com. I like triple W. That's nice. Thank you. I'm trying to get faster with it. You're, you're getting all hip like the youngsters. Hip and with it. And uh, click up in the upper right-hand corner. It says become a patron and just follow the links if you want. Oh, we got new stickers. We did get new. And those are rad. Did their vinyl sneaker, the stickers. I said sneakers. Snickers. I must be hungry. And uh, they are, they're really cool. They're like weatherproof and 3D looking and whatever. If you want one of those, check out that link. Find out how to get them. Um, it's really easy. And then there are also options. You can hang out in the studio with us and whatever else. I don't know. Lots of things. And of course, thank you to Real Sound uh, for giving us this platform. Um, some cool stuff coming out of Real Sound very soon. Ooh, wait. Uh, is there a new podcast on the horizon? There is a new podcast on the horizon. That's all we can say. I'm going to sing everything like that from now on. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. That's a really great plan. We got to sing like this. I can't vibrato, so I have to like fake it by like moving my... Like your larynx? My, yeah. Like, can you do it like manually with your hand? Like, oh, no. Go, we go hard. That's why we're professionals in this music industry. <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't advertise that. Maybe that's all we should advertise ever. Do you want to sound like this? No. <gasps> we know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> we know two guys with Jake and my powers combined. <laughs> we are Captain Vibrato. <laughs> I wonder what you were going to say. I know. I was. I had to shoot. That was good. That was quick. There. That was good. Yeah, well, piss, oh, pistol shrimp, man. Pew, pew. <laughs> From now on, <laughs> every time you say it, we need to make like a publishing company. We already have names for our publishing companies, but we need to make another one, like a fake band. It's called Pistol Shrimp. Pew, pew. Pistol Shrimp Production. Pew pew. pew pew. What's your slogan? Pew pew. Duh. Duh. <laughs> pistol Shrimp, bro. Pew pew. Man, you got me a grizzly bear or something? I'm gonna be a pistol shrimp. Pew pew. Pew pew. <laughs> yeah, I pitched. That's funny, man. Well, so you're not going to want to miss next week's episode where uh, I almost gave it away, where oh. we talk about something fun. Uh, very fun. Okay, so be prepared to have your mind blown. This is something that um, I guarantee you've wondered. Well, yes. I, I, I can almost promise that every single person listening to this podcast right now has wondered this and we have an answer. And I, I'm sure some of you may have, have done some research into this before. Uh, but man, we, we've gone hard into the paint. We're, we're, uh, we're bringing the heat next week. So it's, it's very interesting. And I learned a lot. I thought I already kind of knew about this Me and too. I, I learned very quickly that I didn't even down to the fundamental name of, of this, of the, of this of subject, the thing, the thing yeah. of the thing yeah. that we're gonna be talking about. Um, I was oh, I wrong. spoke so matter of factly about things sometimes like, well, it does this and this and this or this and this happens. But I was what I was wrong. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen how I thought it happened at all. Nope. And I was actually surprised to find out that it's very opposite of that. And uh, we should just stop. So last thing I'll say is Louis C.K. got it wrong in one of his skits. Good one. That's a good word. Good reference. Um, and uh, yes. Yeah, so until next week, uh, hang tight. We're excited. Hope you enjoyed this fun <laughs> uh, laxed episode. 
Um, I'm going to get back to scooping water out of my basement and going through old baby pictures. I'm going to try to find some pistol shrimp to adopt. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) This is Nashville signing out. Peace. Peace.